Tabula rasa, written by John H. Enim. The first neuron. It is my turn to pluck the fruits and leaves we will need for this morning's meal. I expect Ladiel to greet me the moment his eyes are laid on me. As expected, he does, waving frantically, indicating joy to see me this morning. I wave frantically as well, being that I am happy to see him. I get to the location of the fruit trees and climb up the tree easily. Climbing is a natural thing for me, as it should be, considering my genetic makeup. I pluck three fruits because that is enough for us as a family. Father taught me the ways of the past, which are still the ways of the present when you think about it. The teaching states that we never take more than we need, and we never need more than the other sentient. I am about to begin my descent to the ground when I see in the distance the clouds part and something cylindrical passes through. I consider this odd because since my inception, I have never seen the clouds part. There are no stories from father or mother suggesting that the clouds have ever parted. This must have happened before because nothing new happens here. Alternatively, if nothing new happens here, then how did the things that happened begin? That thought surprises me. I have never thought of that. This is new and I don't know what to do with it. I descend the tree and I am about to head home when I look back towards the direction of the objects that pass through the clouds. Tradition states that we report new and unexpected things to the council, who in turn will report to the queen. She decides what action we will take. I know I should go to the council, but I want to see what came from above. We have never given thought to the possibility that things existed above the clouds. A fogginess fills my mind, and somehow I cannot decide what to do. I eventually decide to go to the council and report. They will know what to do, I hope. Don't I believe in the reality of the council anymore? Today, we, today really is strange. The second neuron. It has been too dark and I still haven't told the council what I saw. I don't know why I want to keep this to myself. Father has sent me to the fixer twice in these two days on the account of strange behavior. I have been quiet and have a different kind of need for food. Today was the day I did something that has never been done before. I took the biggest fruit on the table and put it on my leaf. No one noticed what I did, but I know what I did. I acted for my own interest, and that isn't in the history of this place that we live in. Even the queen doesn't act in her own interest. I am laying on my coat when I hear our sound maker. We are being summoned by the queen. This has happened only once before, and that was during the coronation of the new queen. I wasn't even made then. It was shortly after father was made. I get out of my coat and follow my parents to the gathering place of our community. We stand in our circles that have been allocated. The circles are sorted and grouped by family. Normally, when a family stands together, the father is behind his group. We stand in our circle, but I feel different about father being behind me. I want to stand on my own suddenly, and I don't know why. 
the mouth of the council is a male I have known my whole life. He speaks the resolution of the council every time. Today, however, a female steps forward to speak. Strange things are really happening, I tell myself. Written sentence. A report has come to the council from the fixer that a creature attacked a family this day. There are whispers and troubled heads from every family. The female council member continues. The family didn't survive the attack. The creature sadly consumed one of the members of the family, leaving only his lower limbs. Sounds of people sucking in air fill the assembly. I still have more to say, unfortunately. The reason I am the one giving the resolution is that the mouth of the council was the one who was killed by the creature. It is his family that was attacked. There is an explosion of sound. People are talking, some faints. One father goes into cardiac arrest and has to be resuscitated by the fixer who is at the meeting. A creature hasn't attacked a sentient before and we don't know why this happened. What is more troubling is the consuming of the body. Flesh isn't a meal to any creature. This makes us suspect that this is a localized single incident. Still, we have come to the resolution with the suggestion of the Queen that we commission people to roam around the settlement at all times and report any strange happenings. I am not listening to the rest of the address from the council. I suspect this has to do with the object from the sky. The former mouth of the council lived closest to the location where it fell. I take a step towards the council but I falter. I don't want to be blamed for the family's death, yet I want to do what is supposed to be done. There is a third way I hear myself say in my head. I decide to follow the third way. I slip away from my family when we approach our niche. I have to know what the object was. I have to know, so I can give the council a comprehensive report. I have to go alone, so no one else is in danger. I have to know. I just have to. Stay tuned for the next episode of Tabula Rasa, brought to you by Hobbit Readings. Thank you.